Daggy and Beaver with you for Show Us Your Tips. Progate Racing presents said Show Us Your Tips. It is Cox Plate Day, Beaver. Uh, the best two minutes in sport, the second day of the Cox Plate Carnival, which kicks off tonight. You can see my preview up at progateracing.com.au for uh, for what I think of tonight. Rain's on the way. Looking forward to the weekend? Uh, yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Cox Plate Day is always a good day. Good day's racing. Um, hopefully the track holds up. Uh, it's good. It's good for this evening and hopefully uh, rain stays away and uh, maintains that condition to have a good day's racing uh, on Saturday. Just Ram- qu- Ramwick card, not as not as exciting, no, but uh, we focus not. on the valley. Uh, well, yeah, at the valley, I actually ended up finding a lot of favourites too, which doesn't leave me completely comfortable, but we'll see how he goes. You get through the card. Uh, did you have a thought on the Manicado tonight? I haven't had a look yet, mate. So, um It'll it'll be it'll be a good race. Uh, I'll just have a quick squeeze while we're talking. But yep. um, a lot of these horses have been going around against each other recently. So uh, look, I think Paul Ely, um, was, there was a lot to like about its last start, sitting off the pace, and it'll probably get a similar run in transit here. Just four dollars from the four gate. Um, looks hardest to beat. Uh, luck in running. It's probably it's probably not a not an overly deep. Manicato. I think there's probably, if looking at the field, the, the main four in the market look to have the the, the main chances. Um, so, and three of those have been racing against each other last start. So, yeah, uh, that's how it looks. That's how they've they priced the market. Um, good race. Yeah, I thought Bella Neptuna was sensational last start. Three wide there on the rails day. So now drawn inside, it's gonna gonna have a real crack at the race. I think so. Yeah, it'd be interesting because it's probably gonna sit behind Cool and Gutter. Yeah, um, and, and have a and soft it's, And it's going to have to be hunted up to hold that position yeah. in the two gate. And if it gets three back on the fence, it's probably dead and buried and it's going to find it hard. Um, and then it's got to sit on the back of Cool and Gatter and get the split. And it just depends on where, you know, Best of Bordeaux is probably going to come across, sit on the outside. So probably Paul Ely gets the run one out, one back or one out, two back and yeah. swoops at that time. Um, so Nipotina is just probably going to need that little bit of luck. And if it gets held up, the other might be just off and gone. Yeah. Good, uh, good quick analysis there. Uh, but let's, we're going to talk predominantly about tomorrow where the rail is at the moment still in the true. They usually review it after the fact, but I, I believe it's they've scheduled to stay in the true tomorrow. Rain's on the way. It's currently a good track, but there's, there's lots of rain coming throughout the night. So I think by the end of 20 races tomorrow, you want to be off the rail and swooping. Yep. Uh, so we'll see how all that pans out. We kick off with a restricted English race for the two-year-olds starting the day. Uh, is there any of these first starters that caught your eye? Ah, uh, look, mate, it's a bit of a bit of a lottery. Uh, good trainers, good jockeys, and some promising two-year-olds. Uh, maybe Mexico from the Freedman's Table with Jay Mac aboard uh, might be the way to go here. But uh, yeah, probably one to watch and get a bit of a line on the track. Yeah, I uh, I've got Mexico on top. The Sydney form out of those trolls already held up throughout the the Melbourne stuff, and I think it'd be the same here. J Mac books some intent there, save from Sydney, uh, <clears throat> from Arkansas kid who has tried both jump outs have been quite nice and will run well beyond the pace. But as you say, I don't think there's any superstars here, but we'll uh, we'll see how the track is faring afterwards. The second is a uh, thousand meter sprint uh, open handicap here. What have you made of this one? Yeah, interestingly enough, the two horses that I did come up with are sort of the ones that have firmed in the market overnight uh, from when I did the form last night, and they were both Scissor Step and Esther LaRocca. Um, 
I, I went for scissor step on top. I thought it resumed well first up, last preparation. Um, when it flew home, it goes good first up. And I think this race sets up quite nice for it um, off a reasonably uh, long spell. Um, and we know in cost, uh, Esther La Roca goes well first up as well. Um, first up, last prep, finished less than two lengths behind Bella Nipatina at the, at the Valley over this course um, and distance. Uh, Good first up form and second up form, so it does its best work then and, and likes the, the good going. So um, it's the main danger, both drawn well. A lot of pace here if they all turn up and uh, I end up looking for Ashford Street who get the camp just on the back of them. Uh, complete wet tracker, gets through the ground well. That was the other concern I had about the others in the market. I don't know how well um, the others get through the, the softer going. So I end up with it on top, and I thought uh, the one I, other one I went looking for was Ancestry, who we know at its best can greyhound around these these tight tracks. Uh, had some issues last prep, five trials leading into this. The last two were quite nice, so hopefully, if it's back on track at the twenty to one here, it might give you a sight. Uh, probably, you know, a fair bit of pace to be off a long spell coming here, but I thought it might be the one over the odds. The three-year-olds step out next in a group three red anchor for the boys uh, where the Sydney forms arrived and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Sweet Ride has been racing against the A graders uh, in Best of Bordeaux in secret before that and it's been unlucky a couple of times too you know you found it pretty much all the way through and uh, and has been good comes to a very winnable race here gets through the ground uh, as we know and it's going to run well uh, from Shalayold who's a definite winning chance gets through the ground as well gets Nash and I thought the overs, uh, the forgotten horse here is Charlemagne, who is currently 16 bucks. It's stuff around the value was all good, pretty good. Uh, it just had no luck at all. Nothing went to plan and it dropped out last last time. Uh, pushes us forward here and may even get control of this race if it does, uh, depending how inside rail is. Um, I think it is over the odds. But, yeah, Sydney form will be to the fore for the rest of this program, I think. Yeah, I've gone with uh, Sydney form as well, but I've gone Shalailed. Uh Third up here now, produced, produced, looks to produce its best um, run of the preparation. And the first two runs this prep have been good. It finished off nicely in a f close finish behind Democracy Manifest and then went to the Group 3 last start at a good price and uh, was only a couple of lengths behind the winner Grand Impact. I think that now uh, sees it well, well set for this and genuine improvement. Gate 4 sets up perfect and hardest to beat. Um, I thought one of the main dangers was Great Barrier Reef as well. Um, fifth behind Giga Kick, which we know that form, and uh, prior to that ran well up in Sydney. So I think it can produce a, a nice run as well. So sort of uh, they were the two I was looking at. The Phillies step out in the 1,200 metre Crockett up next, a listed race here. Uh, we've got, again, some Sydney form turning up. Is that the way you've looked? No, I'm not. I've... Big, I'm a big fan of Greece. Yep. Um, I think it's packed with plenty of ability. Loved its first up win, and I think it will jump and run here. And uh, it's a horse on the way up. Cool. Uh, I've gone. I have stuck with Willinga Beast. We're going to get a line through Sweet Ride, obviously in the uh, Red Anchor. It's been good all the way through. Wet Tracker. It will. Uh, it fits this race nicely. Good draw, and I think he's going to give a real sight. Greece. You know, it absolutely bolted in on the wet. I don't know. I've got a feeling it may be better on top of the ground, but I have no evidence to support that. And is obviously talented and a, and a nice style of horse. And one for your trifectas, Everglade, was a nice debut and uh, could rail around and, and hold on for a place here. But 
Uh, pretty keen in these two races. We're going to see the Sydney form to the fore. The Phillies again step out over the mile in a Group 2 Phillies Classic where I, uh, I tend to have found a lot of favourites through through this card and it's left me a little bit uncomfortable. But do it, Lars did sit outside lead in the Edward Manifold. And I thought it was quite brave as it was grabbed late by She's Lickety Split uh, and some other talented horses who have come out well since and I think gets it has the option to either lead up here or get or sit 1-1 and um, get a really nice run. I think it's it's pretty much the obvious uh, from, uh, well, market order, really climbing star. I've got a feeling it may be scratched if it does get too wet, but it was very nice debut. Um, yeah, it's about it. Starian needs to win one, but it will improve out to the mile. Thoughts here? Yeah, I've gone climbing star. Uh, be keen to see, hopefully the track does hold up and it does start. I think this horse... Has the most upside of all these horses. I think it's got a bit of attention, and I like the six dollars. So I've uh, rated it on top. It's drawn well. Um, can sit off the pace here, and and be coming at the right time. Um, main danger I thought was Starry Ann. I think it can improve, as you stated, third up um, out to the sixteen hundred. Uh, wouldn't rule it out, but it's a number seven climbing star on top for me. Beautiful. The Crystal Mile the Wait for Age Group Two is up next, and in the last half hour, two Valus come out is an ideal, uh, which leaves me with my Oberon on top of the import. I thought the trial was quite nice coming here and doesn't need to be a star. Good fresh form overseas, and I think that holds up well here. Gets through the ground and will be, um, I think we'll give this a shake. But now with the, the change of pace there, it brings Gentleman Roy right back into this as well. Uh, what do you think of this? Yeah, good race. Um, it's good with, with Tuvalu in, and it's still a good race with, without it. Um, I was... I thought that my, my Oberon, depending on the pace, could get the sitting shot on these when Tuvalu mm -hmm. was in. Um, but now Tuvalu has come out. I like Visionari. Um, I think Visionari, Visionari or probably Gentleman Roy, I suspect, will lead with military expert on the outside. Visionari straight in behind. Um, so I'm hoping Visionari can can produce at the right time and um, out, out plug them here. So I've got it on top uh, with my Oberon and Gentleman Royer's obvious dangers. The Golf Var, Drummond Golf Vars is up next. Group two, 20, uh, over the 2040 for the three-year-olds. Berkeley Square was pretty good behind Golden Mile there. Um, perhaps good. even unlucky. Comes here and is going to be very hard to beat. Uh, I like the draw by this stage today. Can just flow into this down the outside at the valley. Has to d get around Mooney Valley, but um hasn't struggled all around Caulfield. Uh, if we're sweeping, I think it's going to be very, very hard to beat from Virtuous Circle, who I've been with both starts and has been good both starts, and now gets J-Mac, which perhaps makes it a little bit scary. But Berkeley Square is a good horse. Yeah, I think we'll see uh, the, the real Berkeley Square over the 2000 at the Valley on the weekend. I think this sets up perfectly. Gate 7 can swoop and wind up into its work um, off the bend and just slingshot down the outside past them. I think this will this will this will be a, a pretty comfortable warm up race for it as it goes on to um, the Derby. Yep. Uh, the Mooney Valley Gold Cup is up next. Two thousand five hundred meters, a Group Two. I am so sick of all of these horses, Grant. So who's going to win this? Yeah. Look, I'm gut. Look, I I narrowed it down to two, and I went for Luna Flair on top. I can't. I'm not quite sure why it's seven dollars fifty. I think its win last start was, you know, beat most of these horses, and I think it it ran perfectly well um, under those conditions. Uh, handles the good track, handles the the soft track, and uh, handles this 
uh, distance. So really liked that win. Thought there's no reason it can't win again. Uh, has worked into this preparation nicely. One at Flemington. You go back two starts. Uh, ran really well in the group three behind Smoke and Romans. And then prior to that, ran really close up behind a Missouri, which came out and won. Yeah, Geelong. Geelong um, mm. on Wednesday. So that looks pretty good for me. And prior to that, ran fourth behind Tuvalu. So finishing off well. So it's it's four runs, this preparation, have all been full of merit mm-hmm. um, against good quality horses, probably be- better than the rest. So I've got it on top. Um, Desert Icon's consistent at the moment and not running bad races. So main danger. But Luna Flair for me. Uh, just on Geelong, we had a pretty good day out on Wednesday. We did. Between the two of us, I think we just about covered the cards. So. Yes. Uh, very good. We had best bets getting up, value yep. bets getting up. Two a couple one. just been unlucky. Yep. So, uh, poor old Macram. Anyway, yep. We uh, it was a good day. So in profit good. also, hopefully people followed us there. Uh, but just in terms of this race, I'm actually going to stick with Desert Icon now. It's had the 2,400-metre run, lines up to get a soft run here. It's as much a map bet as anything. Obviously, track uh, pattern is going to play a big part by now. Gets through. We'll get through the ground, likes the track, and should get a soft run here right on the back of the speed. Pisan is working back into some form. Has been good both both runs, but it's been a while between drinks. Hasn't really recovered from that fourth in the Melbourne Cup a couple of years ago. And you've covered off the other, the main dangers there, Luna Flair, and I think Francesco Guardi is obvious. But um, I, I do think at the price, Desert Icon sets up quite well. The feature is the Wait for Age Group 1 at Cox Plate, 2,040 metres at Mooney Valley. Uh, what have we got here, Beaver? Who do you like? Well... Can't get past Enema. I'm no, surprised that's not even money. I think six to four, two dollars fifty is uh, pretty, pretty fair, pretty fair price actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took care of these horses last start quite comfortably. I think it's further improved here. Uh, gate four is perfect. Uh, track conditions won't matter whether whether it's uh, it's good, soft, or or heavy. Um, goes well this track. Uh, goes well this distance and you know second favorite Zaki I just it's not the same horse I just not quite sure don't know much about the import El, El Bogadan um, obviously got some ability but uh, first up here in a Cox plate I know it's behind the Melbourne Cup uh, favorite but uh, it's going to need to be on its best to beat a horse like Enema um, and then the others well they're just not going good enough yeah, and I thought there was a flat run for Adamo last time. Yep. And it still beat him all. Uh, got in the wrong leg, did, did took forever to get wound up, and then sort of won soft in the end. Uh, J-Mac obviously sticking. Should have won this race last year when I was keener. Then I'm keener on it tomorrow. I think it's going to run well, gets through the wet, and as long as it's there in one piece, I think it's going to be very hard to beat. And I've got El Bodegon as the danger just because it is A-grade European stuff and it always stacks up here and it's different form. It maybe, maybe needs a run, but trainer seems reading earlier. Trainer seems to think it'll handle Mooney Valley. I, it's hard to tell when you watch him on those big yep. straights in England, and then you have to see him get around the valley. Yeah, but they run a thousand meter straight. Yeah, but I think it is talented and will run well. Uh, and I've got it as a main danger. Only two I'm even going to consider looking at really. Uh, but looking forward to it. Always love the Cox Plate. The Tessio Stakes wraps us up. The Mile Group Three for the four-year-old and upwards mares. Uh, what a collection we've got here, Beaver. Who do you like? I've got Roots on top. Uh, I think this is this is a good progressive race for it. Uh, the mile here, um, first two runs have been really good coming from Sydney. Uh, Waller gets it right with these types of horses. 
um, perfectly drawn. And this is not a tough race, so um, clearly on top for me. And then I thought some horses down in the weights and uh, up in the market like Saigon and Savonia could run good races as well at sort of $15, $18, but uh, really like Roots as well. Yeah, same, same. I've got Roots on top. Uh, pick the right race to come down here. And I think you have to back it given Agreeable's the second favourite and I don't yes. particularly have a strong opinion of that uh, Adelaide form. And actually I found this other... The other one at odds here, so Savonia will be the. I think it's going really well. It's twenty to one, yep. and it's going to be hard to beat. It gets through the wet, okay, uh, and yeah, pretty keen. It can run a place at least. So uh, I'm in agreement there. You've got a Mooney Valley Cox Plate Quaddy for us. Yeah, it's going to be. You know, you need something to pop out the ground here to to get us a price because mm. most of these first last four favourites look super hard to beat, but. Uh, Nonetheless, we'll have a crack. Um, first leg, race seven. Number one, Berkeley Square. Number two, Virtuos, Virtuous Circle. And number 12, Jenny Jerome. Uh, in the second leg, a bit more open here. I've gone number three, Desert Icon. Number five, Luna Fair. Number eight, Serpentine and number 11, Francesco Gardi. Uh, in race nine, the Cox Plates, I've gone number two, I'm Thunderstruck. Number 12, El, Boga, El Bodegon. And number 10, Animo. And in the last, I have gone number one, Solio Miss. Number Six Roots, number eight Saigon, and number ten Savonia. Excellent. Have you got a bested value for progetracing.com.au? Yeah, my value bet comes up in race eight, number five Luna Fairflare, about eight dollar mark, and my best comes up in race seven, number one Berkeley Square. Uh, I'm with you. Race seven, number one Berkeley Square is my best. Struggle to really find some value, so I'll make it race ten, number ten Savonia, and. Perhaps even race two, number two, Ancestry can have a sneaky return there. But, yeah, I think Savonia's the best value I found throughout the card there. We come up to Spring Champion Stakes Day at Roundwick, where it's raining again in Sydney. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and apparently lots of it coming. But at the moment, the track's uh, rated soft. It'll be heavy. The rail moves into the four-metre mark. We'll see who stays in tomorrow. But we've got a 10-race program to get through, including a return of the highways and midways. We start with the 1,000-metre Kirkham Plate where they've uh, emptied the Godolphin stable and brought all their two-year-olds to the races tomorrow. Uh, I just end up confusing myself the more I went through this race, so I don't have a strong opinion for the sake of a tip. I'll have the Hawks trained get along on top. Two quite trials. Uh, comes here, Pike on, could well. Uh, uh, looks a nice style of a horse, what can I say? But they all do. They all, they've all tried pretty well. Yep. So, it's same view as you. It's pretty tricky here. Um, but nonetheless, I've gone for the sake of having a pick. I've gone number seven, Stanislas, from the coming stable. Um, one of them will win. I don't know which one, but that's the one I, I think <laughs> okay, will win. The, generally, someone does win. <laughs> no, uh, one of them. Oh, one win. of those. Okay. One of the, the Godolphins. Right. Uh, and we see Kintai, the half to Fireburn step out here in the same colours. But we get onto the highway up next, 1,800 metres benchmark or class three, as it tends to be here. Uh, another 
deep highway field. If you had a look at this at all, I I haven't. But I thought Lord Decetimo looked a big price coming out of Metro stuff. Yep. Uh, but have you had a look at all? Oh, I had a quick look. I I liked the run of Jalmari last start. Got mm-hmm. way out of its ground and finished off the best in that race. Come home hard um, at the extra bit of distance here will suit. Uh, nice little claim here. Um, probably can run well. The Midway is up next, race three, benchmark 72 as usual, 1,200 metres, and don't know if this gets much easier. I've ended up with I've ended up with Tri-State on top if it gets a run here, also accepted in the last, I know it's got a big weight, but we saw one win with Simulator in the weekend. Uh, does look a little bit obvious coming through some stronger stuff than this. Uh, chasing, well, got let up Fox Fighter last time and just um, just gave out after a tough run there. I think it's a little bit easier. A couple of odds in a tricky race. I really wanted to find Shotmaker. I thought it was a good run at back to the fence at Warwick Farm on the Sweepers Day. I was worried about the heavy track, but that was a heavy track as well. So at the $17, I'm happy to spec it. And uh, similar with Rani Factor coming off a win at Newcastle. It was a big price. Tick over trial since and Glenn going on. Might be a Swooper here as well, but tricky, tricky race here. Yeah, super tricky race. Very hard to get excited about it. I, I got narrowed it down to two. One was Shotmaker. Mm-hmm. Thought it could run really well here, same as you. Gets the three kilo claim um, and thought it's shown enough. So definitely Shotmaker. And I thought, um, not sure if it's going to run because it hasn't got a jockey yet, but Sir Kern. It's only mm-hmm. had the two starts and its first up run uh, won it's, it's maiden. Uh, beat a horse called Floating who come out and ran a, a super race um, after that and won. And then its last start wasn't... Um, wasn't the worst race uh, in on heavy track at Newcastle, so I thought it could probably be improved. Second up syndrome, maybe last start, and could run well again in this. Race four is the mile. I've gone a bit off the rails after this. It might have been a hangover this morning when I was doing the form, but uh, I'm outside the market for the rest of the day. Uh, not so much here, though, but uh, the benchmark 78 is up next, and I had to end up with Mahagoni on top of it. That was quite a good run. The pace didn't set up at all for it. Now gets Blake Shin, who feels like the perfect rider for it. We'll just get to the outside. Andy should be able to nurse this up the top of the rise, and it sh- should beat these from the two down the bottom there if they run. Naval Seal's a horse you've had, a, you've had some luck with in the past and had a feel on. It will resume here and run well. And Commanding was a nice resumption there. And uh, Honest Horse, that was the two. I thought that was this was one of the more straightforward races of the day, actually. Yeah, the four in the market. Um, here look to be the, the most consistent and the major chances. I went for Mahagoni as well. Two starts back, I thought it was really good. And then, as you stated with the, the last run, it wasn't the worst in the world behind a, a horse that I think has got a bit of ability and has here. So I think this can set up nicely for it. And Blake Shin aboard, flying at the moment, um, hardest to beat. The Another mile race comes up next <laughs> with um, – well, here they all are um, – what do you do here? Got to help us. Yeah, I, look. If Purple Sector, you forget last run, it on form should win this race. I think it's going quite well. Uh, and I've got the main danger is Bonnie Ezra. The stayer resuming because I couldn't possibly back anything else here. Um, on a stayer, gets through the, the ground and fresh may run, give you a sight. Down in the weights because I, yeah, I'm sick of all of these as well. Yeah, pretty hard race here. I wasn't keen on anything. I'd probably stick with Diamil just on the basis that it's two runs in this preparation have been better company than this. It was only five lengths behind Ellsberg last start. Ellsberg could beat these pretty easy. Um, 
and fine point where it was only a couple of lengths behind it. And it, it was credible again on uh, last weekend. So I thought gets its best chance here. Uh, doesn't win this. Uh, yeah, put a line through it. The, what have we got next? Oh, the calendar Presnell over the mile group two for the three-year-olds is up next. Oh, I've missed one. Now let's go to Brian Crowley first. 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, um, no, I'm pretty keen on Kote here. I thought it was really impressive last start. Just controlled him up front. Um, gave nothing else a chance. I think it'll probably do the same again here. Uh, goes up slightly in weights, but uh, this again is not a deep and tricky field. So I thought it could be hardest to beat. And I thought the resuming thrombone um, is probably the main danger that would just get to sit behind the pace and depending on the track condition could be running on the hardest at the end. Goes well in the soft conditions. Um, and being brought to Sydney for this. So that was sort of the main danger for me. I'd be saving on it. Yeah, this is a midweek race, so I've got Thrombone on top. The multiple Saturday winner down south. All that form is pretty good. Ran into Giga Kick before it went out. And a really nice uh, quiet trial to resume for this. I think it's well come here with a target and can get some, some further black type. From, you mentioned Kote, I have a concern coming out of midway form to a race like this, but, but there is no other form here. So it'll get control, get through the conditions, and, and we'll give you a sight. But uh, I think... Yeah, Thronbone can run really well here. Now the calendar Presnell, the mile, million dollars for the three-year-olds, where Golden Mile comes back from winning the Caulfield Guineas, comes to this race, which is a Wednesday race, and may well win by four lengths. Anything to add? Not really. I think that's a pretty good sum summation. Again, probably a good, probably good price, um, considering uh, there doesn't look to be a lot of chances in this. And, you know, I kind of align this to sort of the Cascadian race, Last week, where yeah. people were sort of, it was a dollar seventy, dollar eighty, and I couldn't understand why. Um, and this is probably just a similar setup race here, where it just does what it needs to do. Um, I think the main danger is a lot more love. I, th I thought it was good last week. Mm -hmm. uh, ran well, has been ultra consistent here, and at eight dollars, uh, probably one for the, the exotics. Beautiful. Uh, race eight is the Group One at Spring Champion Stakes over the two thousand meters. Uh, not a not a bad little race. Um, what have you done with this market, though? Not a bad little race. Um, I've gone one for a bit of value here. I've gone for an Asus Renaissance oh. woman. Still on my thunder. Ah, oh, beat you to it, have I? Um, I thought it was really good last week at mm -hmm. uh, Caulfield and the fact they've brought it back in a group three behind Foxy Cleopatra, who I think has got some ability. Uh, it outstuck it and outplugged it there. Uh, got back in the field, ran on nicely. Uh that was, that was a really nice run. Uh, I think it sets up here double-figure odds. Um, can't rule it out, that's for sure. So Renaissance woman on top for me, main danger, Williamsburg. I think uh, 2,000 metres sets up nicely for here. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a good run last start too. I got Renaissance woman on top too. I thought it ate up 2,000 metres. It yep. was impressive. Uh, beat a, a talented filly. Big ass to back up, you know, seven days, but uh, and then go to it in Oaks, what, 10 days' time. But it obviously tough. I like the New Zealand suffix next to it. It's going to run well at the price. From Manzois, who's, who's going really well and uh, just missed last time, is a big price there. It will come swooping down the middle of the track. And, uh, and then obviously Sharp and Smart was, um, was very brave last time. Fit crossed the line with Williamsburg. I think the trainer thinks there's more upside to Williamsburg, but uh, we'll see how that presents. But I was looking right away from that form. I think, um, yeah, Baker and Waller 
at the odds can both have present nice chances here. The $2 million invitation, 1,400 metres for the girls. Uh, she's back again, Ice Bath. Um, I've given her a life ban, so I'm not tipping her. Who are you tipping? I've given a life ban some time ago. Elliot will be here, bloody into us. Yeah. Uh, Elliot was on Durston last week too. Oh, was he? Well done. Yeah, yeah right. So good man, nice good result. man. He's a good man, young Elliot. But uh, he'll be on Ice Bath here and probably do his cash again. Um, but this is an easier race. I'm not tipping it. Sorry, mate. Uh, Espiona for me. Uh, it's kind of tipped at the last two starts and it's been bloody scratched. So don't know whether if it's actually ever going to run again. But uh, two million, I'm sure they'll have a crack. I think they'll have a crack here, and I think it, this sets up nice for it. Uh, so I've got it on top. Six dollars, I think, is a good bet. And the main danger, definitely Nimalee. Uh, they're the two, and the only two I'd be looking at. Nimalee was the toughest run out of the Epsom there. So yeah, here's a chance. I've got Espiona on top too. I think both runs have been okay. I think this would be a. a has been a target long, and last time it got to the 1,400 on a heavy track at Roundwick, it won by six lengths. Oh, four and a half. Uh, so on top for me, from I want to set out to find the different form here. She's a belter. If it was dry, I would have clearly on top. Wet's a concern, but is talented. And Barb Raider is over the odds. I think can run well here again. Probably keener if it's dry, but forgotten horse. Um, fresh and coming here could be complete different form, but... Uh, when I get to the quaddy, I'll be throwing in some some wide numbers there because I'm um, just want to get right away from those at the top of the market. Uh, let's finish the day with race ten, the twelve hundred meter benchmark eighty eight, where I'll finish with Blake Shin riding another winner in Bacchanalia, um, going well this prep. Uh, chased Remark back to inside there last time, gate one this time today may be concerned, but uh, again I like Blake Shin on this style of horse, and I think it's going to give you a nice sight just sitting right on the back of. The two pride horses, Titanium Power is going to run well here, fresh, gets through the ground. And Coal Crusher, second up, ready to go. Back to wet, Glen on, and yeah, having control hitting the stable mate will both give you a nice sight here. But um, perhaps back in Alia just gets final crack. Yeah, I've gone Clemenceau. I think uh, the gate 14 might suit here. Hopefully it just gets enough and gets some cover. Zach Lloyd takes the three kilo claim, so they obviously thought that needed that. So in at 55, I think that's not not bad weighted for this. A um, couple more scratchings will probably take effect here. So it'll probably come in a couple more barriers. Um, and that could be the place to be by this time of the track and is going good in in similar form lines to the race, the horses that you've also spoke about. So I thought it was it was a good chance and a knockout chance at double-figure odds. Samut, um, third up here, one last start. Um, could run well cool. in these conditions. The Roundwick Quaddy in the first leg one golden mile. Second leg will go one elliptical, three sharp and smart, four Williamsburg, nine Manzois, 11 She's Extreme, 12 Renaissance Woman. In the third leg, two Nimalee, three Ice Bath, five Promise of Success, eight Barbed Raider, nine Belle Placier, 10 Espiona, 12 She's a Belter. And we'll come home with four Cold Crusher, five Bacchanalia, six Titanium Power, and seven a uh, seven Clemenceau and fourteen Bella Rouge. So a couple of splits there will be quite handy. You got a best and value. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race six, number two Coats A, and my value bet comes up in race eight, number twelve Renaissance Woman. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to make my best Golden Mile, uh, as suggested. It should win and win easily. And my value, race six, number one, Thron Bone. 
I also think Renaissance Woman's a great shout. So looking forward to seeing how that plays out Anything up in Queensland. Yeah, if you're up in Queensland. Um, Is it raining up in Queensland? It's overcast okay. and soft. Uh, my first bet comes up in race three, number nine, Count the Beans. I think it should be hard to beat. Uh, my next bet comes up later in the day. Uh, just trying to find it for you. There's a couple of ones earlier. Race eight, number five, Classy JB, about $6. I think that's good value. Race nine, number 10, Aussie Nugget, around the $5 mark. And then finishing the day, race 10, number 15, Driver Deal. Beautiful. And just one in Adelaide, race five, number three, I Am Bene. Back to Adelaide will run Ooh. well there around the $2.80. Uh, that's good. it. au. Check them out. Plenty going on there as we head towards Melbourne Cup Week. Big week next, next two weeks. We've got midweek racing. Next Wednesday, we've got Derby Day next Saturday. Then Sunday, Arvo will get together and do a runner-by-runner runner Melbourne Cup preview, uh, as is tradition with Barn. Full Melbourne Cup card, and then we've got Oak, we've got Oaks Day Thursday into whatever's the last day of the carnival. Jesus. Or is that? Yeah, Flat Fullmore chair. Day, whatever yes. it is. Emirates. That's one. Emirates? Yeah, the Emirates. The Emirates yeah. and the Sprint. Yeah. Whatever they call it these days, a three-year-old Sprint. Anyway, good stuff, Beaver. Good luck. Good luck, punters. Uh, Subscribe. Find us on Spotify too, as we've uh, mentioned before. We're back up there. And uh, we'll talk very soon. Catch up.